18 minutes it is before 8 p.m. It's the headline segment here on Metro FM Talk. And uh, yeah, we still take your calls out on 086-000-2160. That's our studio line. And uh, Sekwana Pago WhatsApp on 060-552-7303. Send through those uh, voice notes there. You might want to talk about eTolls. You might want to talk about our next discussion, uh, which of course is the announcement of nominations for the officials uh, who will be contesting the top six positions at the 55th National Congress of the African National Congress and uh, joining me tonight to make sense of what has come out here uh, joined uh, by a political reporter here at the public broadcaster Samgele Masego. Samgele, good evening, welcome. A very good evening to you, Arabong, and to the listeners. Bafo? No, all is well, all is well. I can't complain. And yourself? Ah, no, can't complain, Baba. Can't complain. Samgele, I think uh, many of us had been waiting for this and uh, will continue to wait in anticipation for, you know, some of the other nominations, uh, of course, in the lead up in the coming weeks now uh, to the 55th National Congress of the ANC. Um, Let's maybe just start with all of these positions one by one. And uh, I don't want us to start with the president and the deputy. Let's start with the chairman position. We see the incumbent is there as well. And, uh, yeah, just as we look at all these positions, you might also want to explain to us uh, what, in essence, are we looking at? Are we looking at branches who have nominated these folk um, as uh, their preferred people for these roles? Or um, is this, I guess, some other snapstick poll? We're essentially looking at the branches of the ANC that have nominated these particular individuals for the position of national chairpersonship and all other top six positions. You're looking at Stanley Chu, Pumatabata, the provincial chair of the ANC, and Limpopo, who's leading with 1,435 branch nominations to become the national chair of the ANC. Then you've got Gwede Samson Mantashi sitting at about 900 or so branch nominations. Then you've got David Masondo, Dr. David Masondo, with about 700 or so branch nominations, which is a campaign that has been pretty much from grassroots level up, and it's not being punted by any of the provinces of the ANC, apart from the nominations we've seen now of how he has been able to garner enough support, particularly in a province like Gauteng, province like Northwest, in order to lead as the official person who's being nominated by those particular provinces. So these are pretty much... uh, branch nominations, now it's all up to the deals that are going to be negotiated in the closed-door negotiation rooms that are going to be taking place Mm. leading up to the conference. So in essence, the game is only beginning now. What we are seeing is the preliminary qualification rounds, the actual games, the actual group stages begin now. Hmm. The group stages, I I like the analogy that you've made, the very Qatari type of analogy. Uh, we'll take that one, <laughs> Samgele. But, um, I mean, just as, as we look at, um, you know, the group stages and some of the other roles, um, I mean, you've outlined, I guess, insofar as the uh, chairman of the A- proposed people who might be chairman of the ANC is concerned. Let's go to that role of the president. Um, I think many contenders, I mean, we had Lindy Wesisulu throwing her, her hat in the ring, and Kosazana Zamini Zuma once again throwing her hat in the ring, uh, Dr. Zwilinim Kize throwing his hat in the ring and uh, I guess getting a considerable amount of support from his home province in Wazulu Natal. And then, of course, the incumbent, uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa, uh, also it seems uh, getting a resounding yes from many uh, branches of the African National Congress. In essence, you've summed it up very well, Ayabonga, because you've literally 
nailed the head, the nail on the head, because William Kiza is pretty much running a provincial campaign and pockets of support nationally. Outside of the KZN province, he was only able to get 200 branch nominations. Outside of the 648 branch nominations is received in KwaZulu-Natal, which is pretty much a regionalistic campaign rooted in the province of KwaZulu-Natal and does not have its roots stemming out to other provinces. You've got pockets of nominations here and there in Eastern Cape, here and there in Ekruleni, particularly here in Gauteng. But other than that, it's not much of a national campaign, as opposed to the president of the ANC, Cyril Ramaphosa, who's received a resounding number of branch nominations across the country and leads in all provinces except the province of KwaZulu-Natal, which in mind in 2017 was also hostile to him. So mm. this ANC presidency campaign has always been a two-horse race with an element of Zelim Kize in KwaZulu-Natal only and not in other provinces. But all other contenders whom they thought they are contenders, the likes of Lindy Sisulu, Jamini Zuma, they were pretty much were not contenders. They were ideally wanting to, to lead up to the, to, to the leadership of the ANC, but do not have enough ground swell support within the tentacles of the organization. Hmm. Now, I guess in many ways it makes it, as you say, a two-horse race. Um, maybe just before we get to the, some of the other roles, I mean, with where you're sitting now, how much of a litmus test or, I guess, an indicator is this of what might be the ultimate outcome? What could potentially happen between now and, say, the 20th or the 21st of December that could maybe change... Uh, whatever story these numbers are telling us. There's going to be a lot of horse trading taking place now. Hence, I said that the preliminary qualification rounds is now over of the branch nominations. We're now going into the group stages. The group stages is essentially the negotiations that will be taking place. Those whom will fall off from these negotiations will fall off purely because of the numbers that they have. For instance, if you look at the deputy presidency position, you've got Paulos Mashatile, who's got so many 1,700 and something branch nominations, as opposed to Oscar Mabuyane and Ronald Lamula, whom will now seemingly, they may negotiate because they are seemingly in the same camp, which is the Silver Maposa camp in the, within the ANC. They may go into negotiations to say, what do we do for the deputy presidency? Do these two horses, Ronald Lamula and Oscar Mabuyane, continue to contest Paul Mashatile, or one of them backs off? Their support that they have goes to Oscar Mabugan or goes to Ronald Lamula or Senzo Mtuno who failed to make ballot mm. possibly be raised from the floor. Because you've also got that possibility that people will fall away now in the various negotiations that will take place, but will be raised for the posi- for the same for other positions on the floor of plenary at conference, which is where their numbers will be tested, which you will need 25% support of the delegates at conference in order for you to make it to the ballot paper. Because I also see a lot of configuration now that will take place because of these negotiations that will be taking place now in the group stages of this ANC elective conference, going towards ultimately... Uh, if there are factions or if there are groupings where they will ultimately agree on a particular lineup, which will then see a reconfiguration of what we've currently seen with the branch nominations. But there will not be that many changes. 
KwaZulu Natal has, has already hinted that they are now reassessing and reviewing mm. their support for Paulos Mashatile, which opens up them for further negotiations, as Begim Dolo said, that if a person is dominated by one province against a person who's dominated by eight provinces, mm. their mere task is to tell that person, it's our chief, there's nothing we can do now, let's look at other options yeah. that we have. You may not be uh, qualifying for this particular sure. position because of the branch nomination. Gale, taken. hold the line there for me for a second. We're going to take a quick spot break. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we unpack uh, what the uh, deck of cards looks like for some of the other positions for the top officials of the African National Congress. And maybe, Samgela, just out of interest before we go, Ikamalom Trinity, Upaulos. Ikamalga Paulos, Mashatiru spoke, so she also. They call him Paulos. It's a headline segment here on Metro FM Talk, seven minutes before 8 p.m. Joined on the line by Samgele Masego, political reporter here at the SABC, giving us the latest insofar as nominations uh, for the top officials of the African National Congress are concerned. And in a sense, these are the folk that are going to be on the ballot at the 55th National Congress and who many of the delegates coming from all parts of the country uh, will be voting in uh, into the officialdom of the governing party. Samgele, we've touched on the president. Let's talk about the deputy president. And uh, just before we went to the break, I guess you were talking about Mbizaban, who spoke, Paulos, Uban, um Trinity. Chipokosa, that's his name. Chipokosa. They call him Holy Trinity uh, of the ANZ, who's seemingly sweeping the branch nomination for the position of deputy president. For those who don't know who Chipokosa is, who is that? Um, That's the Treasurer General of the ANC, uh, Paul Mashatile, the man who occupies three positions in the top six. He's the Treasurer General, he's the S. General. The man owns Luchuli House at this time. So he's the one who's getting all of these branch nominations, who's leading overwhelmingly to become the Deputy President of the ANC Party. Ah, yes. Samgele, just maybe hold the line for us there yes. for a second. Uh, we can't, we're battling to hear you, uh, but uh, we'll try and reestablish our connection with Samgele Masego on the other side of uh, yeah this uh, brief one. Yeah, we're trying to reestablish our connection there with uh, Samgele, and uh, yeah, maybe as we do so. Uh, we might want to play some voice notes uh, if uh, we can't uh, get hold of uh, Samgele. Uh, but, oh, we seem to have him back on the line. Samgele, you were still talking about uh, uh, Umtriniti, the three positions, and then we started to lose you there for a second. Yes, you've got uh, Paul Mashatile, who is effectively the acting TG, uh, who is effectively the acting secretary general of the ANC, who's the deputy secretary, who's the treasurer general. Sure. He owns the Chuli House at this point in time is the one who's received most nomination in the branches and is seemingly uh, the, fa- the, fa- the front runner to become the deputy president of the ANC. But then you've got the likes of Ronald Lamula or mm. Kamabuyan, who are also vying for the position, where now things move to the negotiation round, where people will be negotiating and others will be falling off in favor of other candidates. Mm. Talk to me, Samgela, about the incumbent in the deputy president role in the ANC. I mean... Uh, we understand uh, uh, David Tabete Mabuza got 196 uh, nominations for president. Uh, how many did he get for his current role? The cat was not vying for his current role. 
seemingly leaving that particular position and was left with no other option but to go for the KBC, to go for the presidency rather of the ANC. That uh, did not work out well as he only received 196 branch nominations. So effectively, the cat who's currently in Russia for a personal uh, trip is seemingly on his way out of the top six of the <laughs> no, the cat is in Russia. The cat is in Russia. His usual Russian trip. So oh, okay. He's receiving whatever he's receiving from uh, President Vladimir Putin's administration oh. Oh. or from the services that uh, the beautiful Republic of China, oh. has, uh, Republic of uh, Russia, rather. The Kremlin. Has to offer. The Kremlin. Huh? The Kremlin. Okay, okay. Only time will tell. Let's look at the SGO because, hey, it's uh, people often say that's the engine. Uh, of the organization, and I'd be very interested, you know, to uh, see what uh, Paul Mashatil is going to have to do at the conference because he'll have to present the organizational report, he'll have to present the financial report. Uh, that might be the first time I've ever seen that happen. But yeah, what's happening at the SGO? Interestingly, the SGO, the organizational report will be presented by David Tabejo Mabuza, oh. who's currently out in Russia, so he'll present the organizational report. Spokes. The Treasurer General will report uh, will uh, deliver the Treasurer's report. The President will deliver the political overview. That's how they've spaced it out. Okay. This SGE uh, positions, you've got him to Tuli, who's literally had uh, his had his own problems turning his back on him. Kozulu Natal seemingly endorsing Pumulo Moswale, who is lagging behind his branch nominations. And you've got also Figile Mbawizi Mbalula, Mr. Beyonce oh, himself, who's received a number of branch nominations and is seemingly courting KwaZulu-Natal to support his bid against him to Mtumisenindule. So those position is seemingly a two-horse race between Mbawizi and also Mtumisenindule, who is all crisscrossing the length and breadth of the country, addressing various gatherings at this point in time, who's pretty much sold himself to ANC structures and branches when he was still the provincial secretary of the ANC in KwaZulu-Natal. Yeah, and then the Deputy Secretary-General role, um, to, for all intents and purposes, really a two-horse race there between uh, Phoebe Porchita uh, and, uh, you know, um, I guess, Enomvula uh, Mukonyane. They say that Imvula Ieza, in ah, reference to Nomvula Mukonyan. Ah, and then you've got Phoebe Potkitar Kubule, general manager of the ANC at Lutuli House. Those are the two contenders for that particular position. But uh, Nomvula Mukonyan is receiving landslide branch nominations from the party, seemingly the front runner for that particular position. But with the negotiations taking place, you don't know what will take place. But Nomvula Mukonyan is generally loved across the board when it comes to the younger generation mm. within the ANC. I don't know if she'll be able to pick up the randomness. But you see, this is my other question, Samgele. I mean, I think for all of these positions as we move along them, um, coming back to my earlier question of what might change in the you know, subsequent few weeks as in the lead-up to the conference on the 16th, um, many people have lamented, I mean, uh, on many a platform leading up to this conference, the role of money in the internal contests inside of the ANC. Um, and you see it, I mean, even on social media, people, Kulmanga Matuluzi and all manner of things. <laughs> How big a role uh, will those kinds of things play? Because we've seen the branch nominations now, but what is the prospect, uh, uh, Masego, of Amatuluzi subverting the will, it seems, of some of the branches and how it is that they've nominated? It's a reality that the ANC is faced with. Amatuluzi have become part of the political 
politics or politics DNA of the ANC. You hear the number of people saying that they cannot crisscross the country without Amatulusi. Some people know that this is the only time that they will be able to get that 30,000, 40,000 rand in order to do some changes at home or to pay their kids' school fees or to even have a beautiful Christmas for their families. So Amatulusi will play a very key and critical role going forward in this conference because anyways for these people to address whichever rallies that they are addressing these lectures all of a sudden remembering Oliver Reginald Campbell remembering Sulu and all of these stalwarts of the ANC mm. they essentially have to pay for those gatherings themselves out of their own pockets what these people that they are passing in to listen to these speeches what mm. they eat how they travel to these venues so the issue of money plays a very critical and important component Hence, they now have to declare their donors going forward for this election. But I guess that's the nub of the issue. How robust are the sort of oversight and monitoring mechanisms of the different campaigns in order to, I guess, um, you know, tease out whether or not the disclosures. So I might say my campaign, you know, I've put down money, say, for 100,000 rand. Um, but then, I mean, if one after the conference realizes that the amount of tulus they have put out is much larger than that. I mean, how robust is that process uh, of the financial monitoring or even the financial disclosures that are expected from some of the nominated candidates here? It's very robust because it's being handled by the Khaleba Mutlante Electoral Committee within the ANC, mm. whom have asked for all candidates to make sure that they declare all of their donors and all of those uh, financial statements that will be provided will be heavily scrutinized. But if there's another conundrum that the ANC may be faced with, some people may be funding these campaigns with cash. And if they are funding their campaigns with cash, I don't think that they're able to declare some of the monies that they use in order to fund these That's exactly my campaigns. question, Samgela. I mean, how how many of these donations would happen via EFT? I do not know at this point in time because they've not, the ANC itself has not been able to divulge to us whom are those leaders whom have essentially presented those financials I to the party okay. and how they are being funded. We'll only know that in a matter of two to three weeks to come. Sure, 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 sure. Okay, let's go to the TG there. I saw some names that, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't know Bechani Chauke is Benjamin Chauke, but uh, we keep it moving. And also Mzwandile Masina. Um, the one name I did not see there is that uh, of Mbanjwa, uh, Andile Lungisa, um, he of Mpokoko fame. Um, your thoughts on that? Mbanjwa, uh, shame did not make it to the ballot paper. Uh, the issue of the arrogance of numbers seemingly were not on his side. So uh, he's not on the ballot. We've seen Petrana Chauke is a very interesting character because Petrana Chauke is a former political advisor to the former premiers of the Northwest province, Tandi Mutise, and the subsequent premier after Tandi Mutise. Mm. She was also an advisor to Tandi Mutise in the as she, when she was speaker of the National Assembly. So she's been she's been he's been within the political space for a very long time as a member of the ANC in Limpopo. That's where he seemingly got most of his nominations from oh, his whole province. Is a close ally of President Cyril Ramaphosa. He's currently, in fact, a political advisor to the president. He spends most of his time in the Middle East. Hence, you see President Cyril Ramaphosa having a lot of interest, particularly for South Africa's just transition, whether it's hydroelectricity or independent power producers through uh, solar energy, mm. that uh, they are now moving towards working with countries like the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia and, very, and many other countries within the Middle East. That's an influence of Becha and Chauke, who is 
also uh, in the controversy of Palapala, they call yes, him the man I mean, who organized the sofa from Santos yeah. uh, going towards Palapala. I mean, I, I, there was also the story, I guess, uh, from the Section 89 indep- independent panel where the UDM's, uh, uh, you know, uh, General Bandu Olomisa had requested that panel to investigate Pechani uh, Chauke for illegally bringing in foreign currency to the country, uh, which he assumes was the one that was subsequently stolen at uh, Palapal. Yes, that, that, those are some of the issues, particularly people question the role of Pechani Chauke and President Cyril Ramaphosa, the relationship that they have and how it translates to the troubles that the president is currently facing. Those are some of the issues that the likes of Banti Olomisa have wanted to be investigated. Hmm. Yeah. Yo, 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 yo. Talk, talk to me about the other candidates, Mzwani Lemasina. Mzwani Lemasina is putting up a spirited fight. He is using Kauteng in order to try and anchor his campaign that is seemingly uh, facing some problems as he is currently at loggerhead with the leadership of the party within the province of Gauteng. So Mzandila Masina won't make it as Treasurer General. He's trying his luck, but it's seemingly... The issue of Treasurer General is going to be the battle that will be from the floor of conference because with these negotiations mm. that are going to take place, you can see Ronald Lamula maybe moving to TG or Oscar Momboyani move to TG or even Gwen Ramakokpa or any other female being raised from the floor of conference. So the nominations that you are seeing now are not cast in stone. As I said, the group stages only begin now with the negotiations that are going to be taking place. The preliminary qualifications of branches, as you saw with the various countries wanting to qualify for the World Cup, that's over. People's dreams have been dashed. They can now go home, relax, look after their grandchildren, Mm. look after their roles in government. But the preliminaries are over. It's the group stages now. People are going to fall off mathematically with the numbers that they have as people enter the negotiation table. Just on that point, Samgel, I mean, who are some of the people who we anticipate, just, you know, if these nominations are any litmus test or a signal, uh, that might be going and looking after their grandkids here? I mean, uh, there are many people, an entire generation, which has certainly been in the uh, National Executive Committee of the ANC probably since the Mafikeng Conference of 97. Um, who now might be exiting stage left. Who are some of those that you see, not just insofar as nominations for officials are concerned, but some who have been in that over 80-member body who might now decide to exit stage left? As I quickly wrap up this one, because I'm, great, I'm entering into a meeting, I'll quickly say, Baladambeta has first volunteered to go look after her grandchildren and look after uh, her cattle if she has look after her business interests. She's not available to be re-elected into the ANC echo, uh, top echelon okay. or even in the NEC. There are a number of them who will be retired post this conference as a younger generation, which is also old in their late 40s, early 50s, wants to enter into the top echelons of the governing party. I don't know the names as yet, but a lot of the grannies and the grandpas whom sleep in parliament, whom look very tired in NEC meetings, they are going home. Samgel, as always, a pleasure, my brother. Thank you very much for your time.